Hey, I'm David, and welcome to MindYourMind.ca's archive series. This is a podcast where we dig out some of our most popular interviews from the Mind Your Mind vault, edit them, and polish them up so you can enjoy them anytime, anywhere. This episode contains interviews with Canadian alt-hip-hop artist Shad and Lebanese-Canadian pop artist Carl Wolf. Enjoy. Hi, I'm here with uh, MindYourMind.ca. I'm Sheldon Matthews, and I'm interviewing uh, one of Canada's most promising artists. You want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is uh, Shad, Shad K. I visited your MySpace, by the way, incredible music, and we appreciate you coming to sit down with us. Um, I just have a few questions. When did you first start making music? I would say I started making music um, wow, more seriously in the last four or five years. Before that, it was something I just kind of had fun with. And, but yeah, a little bit more seriously in the last four or five years. Well, that's cool. Like, what are your influences? What influenced you, like, you know? Wow. A lot of artists kind of just seeing them have their own kind of unique voice and presence in music and just, I mean, just as a music lover like everybody else, I think pretty much more than anything was my influence, yeah. That's good. And another thing I noticed is that, like, you don't really seem to be too concerned with, like, the gimmicks and the commercial side of music. So yeah. what made you, you know, want to lean more towards that instead of maybe going for the commercial bling bling kind of stuff? I think for me, it's just, um, it's what I enjoy in the music. You know, what I enjoy with the music is the aspect of, like, self-expression and being creative and having fun and I like I just enjoy that a lot more than you know than maybe making money or you know like that's really the part of music that I enjoy and the reason why I do it the MC and like the essence yeah, right, right exactly yeah, like yeah. that's that's what I love so you know for me to to change that you know to take away what I love in music for the sake of making money to me just doesn't make sense you know there's more stable ways of making money mm. so I do it for you know the, the things that I love oh that's cool I, f- I feel you I feel you now your album it came out, out on October 16th yeah. Old Prince yeah. now the title is interesting still so like you want to explain a little bit about the the title yeah, what made sure. you get to that yeah the um the title was like uh it's kind of like a m- metaphor fairy tale type idea that came to my mind like about a year ago mm-hmm. and everything that I was writing and things I was seeing were all kind of relating to this idea so uh, it just kind of evolved naturally into like a kind of a, a bit of a concept um, album and, and basically it just kind of refers to like I feel like we all have a position of, um, of influence and a purpose really more than anything else you know but it's so hard to kind of get there and so it's kind of about getting from prince to a king kind of thing the old prince the idea of you know guy he should be king you mm-hmm. know because he's old okay. but he's still prince still you prince, know, yeah, you know yeah, so yeah. it kind of to me it was like a metaphor for all of humanity right and it's kind of funny and it's kind of it's kind of serious it's yeah. so to me it, it hit on a lot of different levels and that's it, cool man yeah. i appreciated that man it was cool now one thing i realized that you have strong political views right your yeah. family's from rwanda and like so what is i know say you, you probably like to attack stereotypes and things yeah. like that so you want to explain a little bit about that like yeah and, sure um yeah my parents are from well my family's from rwanda originally i was born in kenya Kenya, and my sister was born in Uganda. We moved to Canada when my sister and I were, were young. And um, I would say that's kind of influenced, you know, my upbringing. You know, you kind of, uh, you maybe look at things a little bit more critically. You have a little bit maybe of a broader worldview coming up in like kind of two different cultures. So kind of broadens your, your worldview a little bit. And 
some political issues or social issues maybe become a little bit more important to you. So I think that's how it's influenced by music. And one other thing I want to ask you is that you play guitar. Do you have a, you take part in your, the production of your album as well? A little bit, yeah. Can you explain a little bit about that? Like, yes. The... Um, yeah, I played guitar like from like the end of high school, and I never really um, you know mixed it with with my hip hop until like later. And it was just a thing that kind of came naturally, and like especially in the live environment, it's really it's something visual yeah. that people can get into. And as far as like the production side, I just like even like the music as well as the lyrics to reflect you know something of me so right. it, even if someone else is is working on the beat for the most part i really like to be involved with like how it's sequenced and, well, yeah i want to be i want to be involved because i want it to be i want it to be something personal one of the most important things is that you you're a part-time student yeah in vancouver you're yeah. still going to school yeah and you're doing your music at the same time so like how do you balance that? How do you balance between the two? And what made you come to the decision where you decided that you were not going to just do one, you're going to do both? I think a lot of it comes down to interest. It's like, I love music, but I also love learning. And also, some people, they love music to the point where they can see themselves doing music for the rest of their lives. But I think that I, what I love is like expressing myself and being creative and trying to kind of affect people that way. So I think that if someday I'm not making music, I want to keep doing that. So I want to keep you know, just stay sharp and stay learning and stay developing my ability to communicate. communicate. Exactly. So that's a big thing. Another thing is the video, I don't like to. Yeah. That was a cool video. Like oh, you came out like, you know, it wasn't like there was no Lamborghinis, no yeah. models, no models, nothing like that. You just came out in the back, yeah. taking out the trash. It was pretty down to earth, bro. Right. So yeah. did you shoot that in London or who directed no, it? Like yeah, we shot that in Toronto. I was in Toronto for like that weekend or whatever. Yeah. It's, a, it's a friend of mine that shot the video. Like yeah. he, he did my old website and yeah. uh, Stuff like that. Very creative, talented guy. And uh, yeah, we just had fun like shooting yeah, it. Cool. You know, yeah. it's a lot of fun to do something on like a bit of a lower budget. And so you have to get really creative and have fun with it. And it was cool just to be able to, to do something like collaboratively with friends again. Too. Do you know, do you know like Chaos and those local? Because Chaos kind of has a similar kind of vibe, right? Vibe. Yeah, I've met him. I've met him uh, once or twice, just kind of like in passing. Um, so I haven't really like you know, chilled with him or anything. But mm -hmm. I met him once or twice in passing. I'm a fan of his music and uh, yeah, some other Canadian artists like Kanon and stuff. I've, I've cool. met Classified. Classified's gonna Classified, be here as well. Of course, yeah. Okay. Very good dude. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I have a lot of respect for his music and how hard he works. Now, being at Mind Your Mind is, it focuses on like, you know, raising awareness for the stigma surrounding uh, mental health. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about, like if you could send a message or yeah. say something to those kids that are going through something, maybe they feel like they're alone yeah. and they, they see you as inspiration. What kind yeah. of message would you send to them? Or? You know, I, if anything, I would say, you know, like, like I was talking about with the theme of the album, it's like you have a purpose. You know, I really, really believe that everybody does have a purpose, Definitely. you know, yeah. like some people, their purpose is to be the prime minister and other people their purpose is to affect their family and their friends you know mm -hmm. like it's but everybody has a purpose and, and hang in there because you know there's people that are depending on you i feel you i feel you man now any anything big anything coming up for 2008 that we should know about anything like you know um, well you know this tour has been good we're going like right across canada so we did all western canada and now we're you know ontario and out east yeah a couple shows back in uh, the west after that hopefully hitting japan in early april japan. yeah well that'll be good so, yeah tell about the food when you come back yeah yeah, yeah. i good. gotta i gotta yeah. see it like all the yeah. you know colors and everything in tokyo yeah. um so yeah that's that's pretty much what's, what's coming up
Well, that's cool, man. Well, you know, we're coming to the conclusion of the interview, but, you know, me, I'm a hip-hop fan, and I was wondering, you know, maybe you could maybe spit a little something, a little acapella, have anything you wanted to, you know, for the world, man. You're in the limelight, man. You know what I mean? I want to do something. I want to do something that's, like, not on the album or something like that. Something different. Okay, yeah, this is, this is from a song called where I'm at now. Yo, I'm not most likely to blow the spot. I self-deprecate more than I boast, and I boast a lot. Still, I'm getting to perform tunes on these stages, and I'm on kids' playlists and dorm rooms. Right now, I'm working on a tasteful toast for my best friend's wedding with no unsettling racial jokes. Though it's hard, my squad says I got their favorite flow. I'm grateful for anybody that's told me I was made to blow, because I'm guessing that these labels won't. They seem to want to see the hotness forgotten and fade to smoke. Right now, my style is somewhere between a playful quote and the words of a lost child trying to pray for hope my coffee table soaked in juice and my cables broke it's kind of good though i can't watch my favorite shows right now to me being brave is dope we don't need more rappers just some plain old courageous folks to keep their hearts warm in these dark storms this art forms for those that can't stand we march form raise a fist up and never back down that's where i'm at now check out mindyourmind.ca peace that was dope man thanks for the interview man And that's a wrap, folks. Just an update. Since 2008, Shad has, in fact, graduated with a master's degree and has been extremely active, hosting CBC Radio's Q from 2015 to 2016 and hosting the Emmy Award-winning documentary series Hip Hop Evolution in 2016. He's also released four albums since The Old Prince came out and has, in fact, guested on a couple of Chaos tracks. Guys like him make me proud to live in London, Ontario. And like he said, everyone has a purpose. So if you haven't found yours yet, just hang in there because you will, trust me. Also, that rap at the end was awesome. Next up, we'll hear from pop star and producer Carl Wolf. Hi, it's Crystal here with Carl Wolf himself, and I'm interviewing for Mind Your Mind. As a singer, songwriter, and producer with many hit singles, including Africa, how did it all start and what inspired you to become involved in the music industry? First of all, my mom was a piano teacher, so all my life, music was part of my household. My dad was in a band. He would open up for Cliff Richards and stuff in Beirut, Lebanon. We were born, I was born in Beirut, Lebanon, moved to Dubai, grew up in Dubai, became a DJ in Dubai, and then came to Canada in 1995 and uh, started off as a producer, songwriter, and then got into being an artist and a singer. So I, I got my first gold record, my first platinum record as a producer, and then it was like, hey man, do I keep producing or should I become the artist and, and, and not focus on other people and just focus on myself? And I did that and it worked out. Africa became the biggest selling song in 2009 in Canada, went worldwide, um, and here we are. So the name Carl Wolf, where did that come from? Yeah, my, my real name is Carl Abu Sama. Abu means uh, in Lebanese means uh, Father Forgiveness. Uh, but when I was in high school, I used to play basketball. I'm not the tallest guy, obviously, clearly. Um, and there was a movie at the time called Teen Wolf, which is with Michael J. Fox. And he was the shortest guy on the team, but he was the fastest guy on the team. And that's kind of what I was. I was a point guard and they used to call me the wolf and it just caught on. It was like... Carl Wolf. It just the name. It was like a nickname. Performing and making music around the world. Where is your favorite place to perform? That's kind of an easy one for me. There's two places I love to perform. Um, two countries. Canada, obviously, because it's my home. Seriously, because everybody knows me and, and there's such a, such a good vibe. Uh, Dubai as well, because Dubai, it's where I grew up, and the people are just so proud of me for doing. You know, it's like they feel like they're part of my career. You know that I'm making it internationally, and I, I grew up there. So both those countries, and, and Dubai has a beautiful beach, 
So you can't deny the beach, but Canada, man, people in Canada rock. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel to work with other famous artists such as Akon, Florida, and Cardinal? It's great. I mean, Cardinal, uh, we just we went to Jamaica together to shoot the video for Ghetto Love, which was we just went gold mm -hmm. five months ago. Um, it's great working with with superstar artists. You know what I mean? Because they're so talented in their own way. You don't necessarily have to kind of tell them what to do. You're just like, here's the song. And they just put their own spin on it and you can trust that it's going to be hot. And it's good, obviously, to boost your notoriety out there, you know. Uh, I've also worked with Snoop Dogg, which was amazing. And I'd love to work with Sade. She's an, she's an amazing artist from the 80s that I've always been trying to work with. So hopefully Sade call me. As an active musician, how do you deal with the stress along with it? It's very, very stressful, this business. Um, there's a lot to do, especially now I'm a manager for five artists. I just signed five new artists under Lone Wolf Entertainment, which is my record company and management company. So I honestly, without a lot of energy, it's really tough. I remember starting off in the industry and I was very, there was a moment I broke down because a lot of labels were like not believing in me. There was no one really believing in me. It never, it always started from myself. I always had to build myself up in order to make it, you know, because other people who are, you know, record people who can make you happen as an artist wouldn't believe in me. And they were like, Carl just doesn't have it. So imagine I had to take that and and, and just all that pain and, and wake up the next morning. But I have a trick. The trick is no matter what happens and no matter how stressful it is, you can cry, you can break down that day, that night, as long as the next morning you wake up fresh and ready to go. You understand? You never carry it to the next morning. And that's been my trick. So if that, if that can help anybody. What are some challenges you face through the music industry? And what advice would you give to a young artist hoping to enter the music industry? Some of the challenges are you know, being original. It's tough. There's so many artists out there that are trying to make it like you and they come up with ideas just like you. The one thing you don't want to do is fall into a category sounding like someone else. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, you know, so who do you sound like? I, I sound like Justin Timberlake or Usher or something. Just do you, you know, be the greatest you can be. And people will recognize that in time, you know. However, be great, you know, so hone your skills, you know, before you get out there, you know, make sure you, you also get from your friends some, some advice. You know, it's always good to test the waters with your friends. Your friends are always going to love stuff or hate stuff, but it's good to get a gauge, you know. And that's why today's internet is amazing because you can put a video out there and people can tell you, obviously, don't listen to everybody because there's a lot of haters as well. But take what you feel, you know, use your gut instinct a lot. But try to be original. Don't copy anybody and stay determined. Don't believe in anyone else. If they're trying to put you down and you believe in yourself, you can do it, you know? I, that's, that's how I was. I, I came from another country, and I'm here, and I'm making it, you know what I mean? So anyone can do it if I can do it. You just got to believe in yourself, and whoever tells you no, you just say, okay, you just turn them off, you know? You just be blind to them and focus on you. You and your family immigrated to Montreal, Canada when you were 16. At such a young age, were there any particular barriers you had to go through, and how did you manage to overcome them? I studied in private American schools all my life. So luckily I had that on my side. Other than that, it was still kind of a culture shock. You know, I mean, I remember one moment uh, I was in university and I was, it was astronomy class or something. And there was three beautiful girls in front of me uh, in class and they were doing the attendance sheet. And they're like, you know, they use my real name, right? So Mr. Abu Sama, you know, Abu, like, you know, so, and the girls in front of me started laughing. They look back and they're like, <laughs> he's like the monkey, <laughs> Abu. And I was like the first year there, I'm like, Hmm, I don't like that. I'm going to go with my Carl Wolf name, I guess, you know? No, but it was funny. It was, it was like, really? Ah, I didn't like that. So there, was, there were some challenges, to be honest. And not only that, there was, you know, um, just being young and learning the business and trying to get into it and, you know, trying to live your dream, but it's not easy to make it. 
There's so many things, but like I say, just always wake up in the next morning and be strong again. Don't let it phase you. So, a random question for your fans. Is there a special someone in your life at the moment, or are you too busy <sighs> focusing with your career? Ah, uh, yeah, tough one, tough question. There was someone special in my life. It's, it's, this business is very tough to keep someone with you because you travel so much. And not a lot of girls can handle that, sadly. And you see, because I like to fall in love too. And I want to have someone, you know, special in my life. But they're always like, where are you? How come you're traveling? How can you stay with me? You know what I mean? It's like, baby, I'm doing my life and my career. And one day I'm going to make you travel the world and you'll be so happy. I know, but it's, it's tough, right? Yeah. So it's a tough thing, but I'm still a romantic, hopeless romantic. So maybe I'll meet someone one day. What's the best piece of advice someone has ever given to you? There's been so many mentors I've had in my, in my career. I think it was Akon we were talking about. Um, you know, he was just like, just proud of me in a way. Just like, yo, you're doing your thing. Oh, Mary J. Blige. It was in Dubai. And she let me open up for her the first time. Uh, my first ever biggest performance, you know, in Dubai. It was like 6,000 people. And... She came to me backstage, her and her family was there with my parents and she was like, look, the label likes you. Just remember, keep cool. They don't know everything. So it was always like, sorry for the label people, but they don't know everything. So believe in yourself, believe in your, if you're feeling something, act on it. Of course, get the advice of people around you, but always don't just listen to everybody else. It's about you. What's next for Car Wolf and when can we expect your next hit single? I got a new single coming out, which is called DJ Gonna Save Us Tonight. And that's coming out in March sometime, which is good. And the new album will probably be dropping in summer or end of summer, which is called Finally Free. And I've got so many things going on. I mean, tours. Um, we're looking at a reality show. I'm doing a reality show called The Wolf Pack. We're currently shooting that. We just finished the pilot for that. So a lot of good things this year. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah. It was great to meet you. Nice and to meet you, <laughs> Nice you. to meet you too. Yeah. Well, this has been Crystal with... Carl Wolf, baby. And mind your mind. <laughs> what a great trick Carl Wolf has. No matter what happens to you, just let it go and wake up fresh the next day. Today might suck, but tomorrow's another day. I also appreciated his advice to just be yourself and don't copy anyone else. Like Shad, Carl Wolf remains highly active. Since 2012, Wolf has created a new collaboration called BAE or Be All Equal, released two new albums, and even co-wrote the hit Omi song, Hula Hoop. Sorry if you have that song stuck in your head now. Well, I hope you enjoyed these classic interviews that we dug out of the Mind Your Mind archive and dusted off just for you, our awesome listeners. Stay tuned for more awesome podcasts from the Mind Your Mind team, coming soon.